0: Season two of the Pat and JT
1: podcast.
0: Exclusively on the Herd App Media
1: Network. All
0: right. Father's Day is right around the corner and me being a father, uh, I can attest that Omaha Steaks is a fantastic gift for Father's Day. Um, like we mentioned earlier this week, it's also great for Mother's Day too, but we missed that boat. We'll get it next year. Father's Day though, go to omahasteaks.com and in the search bar, type Pat JT JT And it's going to unlock huge savings for you on the get out and grill assortment. It's I got this assortment just a couple of weeks ago, uh, for boneless chicken breasts. And if you haven't had chicken from Omaha steaks, If you didn't know they have chicken, it's the best chicken I've ever had. Omaha Steak Burgers, Jumbo Franks, Omaha Steakhouse Fries, which are amazing, and desserts from Omaha Steaks. You get four caramel apple tartlets, which they're warm. It's not like a cold dessert sort of thing. That's all part, just a portion of the Get Out and Grill assortment. When you use Pat JT in the search bar at omahasteaks.com, it's awesome. Great gift for Father's Day. All right, let's get into the show. Something else that's back this year, um, the Pinnacle Bank uh, Championship, and uh, with Jessica and Alexis are in with us, and you guys run the show out of the tournament, correct? Guilty. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: we
2: do. Thanks for having us. Yeah,
0: yeah, you bet. Now, um, talk. okay, first of all, let's talk about this year's tournament, what's going on. I want to go back to last year, how it was completely flipped upside down with COVID and how you guys navigated that and just kind of your, your story behind that whole thing. So what, the tournament this year, when's it happening?
1: so we're august 9th through the 15th. So that second week of august.
0: Okay. And and where is it at?
1: We're at the Club at Indian Creek out in Elkhorn.
0: Okay. Be- um, beautiful course. It
1: really is. Ate
0: my lunch last year by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Crushed me.
1: I've heard that the rough is always terrible. But I I'm wish- always in the rough too. I know. I can't even hit yeah. the ball
0: so, I know <laughs> <where it's- laughs> so you guys run the show. You don't you, you don't have to golf at all. Like you're not like you're like an ace golfer. It's so like that's why I'm going to go in and run the run the show here. Nope.
1: No joke that if you like to golf, you shouldn't work in golf because you don't always have the opportunities like that's true. Yeah, I was even on a call this morning and I said, you know, it's really nice outside. I wish I could go out and enjoy it. And they're like, well, you'll get too soon. I go, we're going to be working out of a construction trailer and we'll look out the window at a golf course. It's gonna be beautiful. And I'll Go outside to check the build, but it's not like I get to play around every day. Yeah, I, I, never,
0: I never thought about it. Talk about a tease. Like, if you did like golf and you went into that, yes. seeing it every day, and not having the time would drive you crazy.
2: We had an intern last year, um, and he was fantastic, but like during lunch, he would get his clubs out of the back of his car and go like hit balls um, at the driving range or in the practice greens. Just to get and, out of his system? Yeah. And we'd be like, this is great, but in a couple of weeks, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, it's we, go time. It's go time. Because it's our busiest time of year. So once the weather gets nice everybody wants to think about golf so that's when the sales go crazy um and for us like just making sure that we're getting everybody the information that they need and then the build starts so once the ground isn't frozen anymore things go crazy so it is very year-round for us
0: so what um last year there were, were no fans there Correct. none at all and this year are we full any, anybody yes. everybody can come yes come on out yeah That's pretty awesome. Talk about, I mean, last year had to be weird. I was lucky enough, thank you guys, for inviting us to play in the Pro-Am. So it was a really cool experience. Um, So I can't, knowing what we did, and there were obviously no fans watching us hack the ball around. So knowing that was the same experience that they had during the actual tournament would be, I would think, pretty weird for these guys.
2: You know, we were super lucky to be able to have those Pro-Ams. We were only the second tournament. So after play went back, um, we were only the second tournament that was available to have Pro-Am. So that was... I mean, for us, that was extremely exciting to be able to have guys like you come out or other sponsors that couldn't participate in the tournament in other ways. They couldn't have their sponsor tickets. They couldn't come out during play. So it was a great opportunity for us to at least give them a little bit of an experience last year, Mm -hmm. um, which kept people excited. So they were really excited to come back for this year. Um, But, yeah, it was – we joked that we saw more golf last year, than we have in four years, because it was just like, oh, let's, we don't have any fires to put out because there's not 40,000 people here. So let's go sit down (laughs) on 17 and have our lunch. (laughs) And And you know, we got to eat meals. So that was fun. But I think for the players, um, especially, you know, I don't know, they're professional athletes. So, um, I think a lot of their focus, um, is so internal. Golf is such an individual mm-hmm, sport, true. so I don't know how much the crowd really. I mean, I think probably on Sunday it affects them, um, or like down on seventeen when it's really crowded and noisy. I think that's exciting for them. But for the most part, I don't know how much it really. It's true. It's not like
0: golf. The, the, the crowd amps them up. It's like they're they're quiet. Right. They focus. So that's true. That's a good point.
2: But I think they're excited to have crowds back, especially yeah. especially here. Omaha shows up. Really. Um. And so you know a lot of the corn Ferry tour events are very well attended and are fun, but you know, Omaha is just a great town to have a professional golf tournament. And so people show up and it's fun. So they, yeah. they love coming here. They, they love do. coming here.
1: You know, and we didn't even find out we weren't even approved until Memorial day to have our event from local healthcare. Um, oh, at local, all? Like the yeah, whole, yeah, local health, sure. oh. health officials. So, you know, we put together a plan and, you know we have year-round full-time jobs and so when all this happened like everything else we're working everyone else we're working from home but it's trying to decide okay you know you keep selling your ticket packages as normal what do we keep doing how are we gonna plan and then it was okay well we know we're not gonna shoot for spectators so we're gonna have our ams. that's ideal for us how can we do that how many volunteers we need and so working through that you know we had plan I think we had four different contingency plans Trying to figure out what we Jeez. were going to do and keep moving forward with all of them, and it finally got to a point in working with the tour, like we got to commit so we can actually put on a great tournament with what we're able to do. Um, so I, like everyone else, I Damn. would never want to live through that again, but we right. made it. Yeah.
2: Well, and it was interesting because you know local healthcare officials had to take a critical look at okay what happens when the PGA Tour comes to town. So you know it's kind of a traveling circus. Um, you know, I mean, you know, it's not just, everybody just shows up and plays golf. You know, we have, there were so many moving parts last year to keep everybody safe, to keep the players safe and the caddies safe and maintain the bubble and keep our staff safe. Um, because even though, you know, we weren't having spectators, there was still a fair amount of stuff that had to go on, on the golf course in order to make the event happen. You know, we still had some vendors that had to be out there for the pro-ams for food and for beverages. But I think we totaled it up that when the PGA Tour showed up between the players and the caddies, and the PGA Tour, it was about 500 people. Wow! That just them and the players and their staff and their media team, and when they show
1: up, so. And we were being protective of our community too. You know, we wanted to make sure that what they were bringing into town that we were going to be okay. and Because there, there's a lot of different departments of the tour that you don't realize. You don't realize there's the tour media and the rules officials you might see if you're watching TV cause someone needs a ruling. Um, or the operations crew, they're running the truck, the back end with the scoring. There's just a lot of different people out there.
0: Well, like you said before we started recording, that a lot of people think that you guys just work for three months out of the year. And that's <laughs> it. And it's done. But it's it's a full year-round yes. gig. And you guys run, like I said, run the show. and. Our uh, films department, Herd at Films, did a documentary kind of on the tournament, and it was five years ago, you said, is when it was yep. shot, and you guys, and at the time, what are your, first of all, what are your roles at the tournament, other than being Sure, boss sure. so
1: I'm uh, Jessica Braybeck, I'm the tournament director. Okay. And I'm the director of operations and events.
0: So are you guys, in the documentary, they mentioned at the beginning that you guys, are Are you the only two women so running the tournament, running tournaments across four the four
1: of us in the office now. Okay. Um, at the time when that was filmed, when we first started. There were three of us that worked year round full time. So Gary Javo is on our team as well. Love sales role. Yep, everyone does. He, <laughs> hey, Got to have him on. He's Uncle always Java. entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I can be having lunch somewhere and you can hear someone say, "That's Gary Javo's voice." Uh-huh. Like, yeah. He is a dandy. I'm like go sign an autograph. <laughs> I'll just be fine. <laughs> um, and then Tracy Fisher joined our team uh, last January and the sales role as well. So now we have four people that
0: work year round full time. That's awesome. What about, yeah. like, nationally, as far as two women running a tournament? I mean, I would think, is that a rarity anymore?
2: So we have an organization, like, of women on the Corn Ferry Tour that chit-chat about either you're a tournament director or in sales, but I don't know, and I, we would have to do some research, but I don't know that there's another team of... Tournament director and director of operations.
1: Alexis might be the only um, director of operations that's a woman on the Corn Fairy That's tour. awesome.
0: So I know <laughs> that's it's why a, everything's a, done right and organized <laughs> and no, no screw ups. I don't know about that, Well, there's a lot of times where people don't really know what to do with me.
1: It's because you're polite. I don't scream at people,
0: and I don't cry. That's good. See, a lot of people don't know what to do with that. Like, she's not crying. She's not screaming. What's what's the position?
2: That's pathetic, really. No, that's good, because it messes
0: with people. Right?
2: That if I'm in a leadership role as a female, and I have to deal with men all the time, that I'm going to either scream and cry. (laughs) sorry. <laughs> oh, but I bet there
0: are some days when things are just hitting the fan and you're like, you want to do both at the same time.
2: Yes. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we share an office. Um, <laughs> once we, once we move out to the tournament, we have, um, trailers that we, you know, office trailers, like at a construction site that Houseman construction, um, donates to us. And we live there for six months or six weeks, um, out of the summer. And she and I share a room about this size. Um, Oh, this is big. Yeah, this really? is <laughs> big. Is I feel
1: like I feel like <laughs> maybe, maybe ours is
2: smaller than this. Maybe <laughs> it's like
1: twelve by twelve. Um, but and that and Trace are on the other end, and we put a couple interns in the middle. And I mean, we live out there, so our Keurig is out there, the microwave, the copier. We just move our office out there. You have to come check it out. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and you know, so we're sitting like this, eighteen hours a day, right? Um, for six weeks. And so yeah, there's moments where it's like okay, we're going to close this door, we're going to close this door, and then we're going to open up our secret refrigerator
0: <laughs> and, and cry. No, <laughs> got to have a secret refrigerator.
1: Well, um, and I remember, too, you know, when the, we were talking about the documentary when we had our interns watch it, which is great reference points, and I know what they're getting into. But I, I think it was me that they got on camera saying, you know, I haven't eaten lunch today, so I'm eating over the trash can. <laughs> yeah. Like, that happens a lot. Well, hey, you know, do what you got to do. To eat, right, right, eat when you can and eat on the run and <laughs> – you know, there's a lot of times we're like, okay, who has sunscreen on? Like, everybody out. Let's spray everybody with the sunscreen so we can stay safe. That was the it best outtake. Water. Yeah.
0: That is funny. Those are the best outtakes.
2: Yeah. If you look at that, they have, like, a series of, I don't know, two minutes of straight us spraying each other with sunscreen.
0: <laughs> I bet it's so freaking hot. It is. And oh, yeah. the, is. The sun is so intense. I mean, yeah, you have to constantly.
2: Well, and, you know – we have what we call the family text. Um, so as soon as like the interns start to work, we we do take on kind of this motherly role to make sure that they take care of themselves during this time. Like we don't really care about worrying about ourselves, but it's like, we don't want them to get too tired. We don't, you know, yeah. we want to make sure that everybody eats. We want to make sure that everybody doesn't get sunburned. I mean, it's a, we laugh about it, but it's true because if one, you can, get, one, sick. Yeah. You can yeah. get sick. And if one person goes down, that's a problem. Like we have, everybody has a role and everybody has to fulfill that role. And if somebody gets sick or goes down, the rest of us have to pick up the slack and there's a lot to do. So we yeah. just have to make sure that I don't want to say we're babysitters because we're not, we want to make sure that everybody's healthy and happy. And you know, we have everybody's coffee order. Everybody knows that everybody likes to eat from certain restaurants. That's Cause cool. we eat at all the same places all the time <laughs> that are close to the golf course runs. It takes all our money. <laughs>
0: well, I could think of worse places. Know, right. Right. Yeah. So what's your favorite part of doing the tournament? You got to have like one thing like I can't wait for this this year. And you guys are in the weeds, so
1: Sure. Yeah. got to think about that. I always feel like at times it's always a family reunion, you know, the week of the event cuz
0: like even the players and their the players staff and,
1: and the, yeah, and the volunteers that come out or sponsors, you know, you've met with the sponsor once or twice during the year, but then getting to see them play in the pro am or enjoy some tickets Um, are those volunteers in our leadership roles we meet once a month. But if it's someone that comes out, you know, and she's always a greeter at a certain hole. um, So I think that part of it's always fun. Just the excitement to see the community come out and support the event.
0: Yeah. And Omaha does show up, right? Yes. yes, Absolutely.
2: And I think it's going to be
1: crazy this year too. Oh man, people
0: are so ready just to get out and be around other human beings. It's going to be crazy. And
2: be outside. I mean, fingers crossed we get good weather. Um, but even if it's not good weather, I think people are still going to be like, well, all right, I'll put my galoshes on and we're right. going to head right out there. Lightning? Who cares? Lightning, <laughs> right? whatever. We're just
0: going to stand out right? under the trees. Yeah. We're so sick of being in our basements.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun though. Once the PGA tour shows up, because yes. then like we're out there by ourselves. I mean, it, by ourselves, we're out there with all of our construction crews and all the people that help us build the tournament. Um, But once the PGA Tour shows up and, like, the rules officials get there and we have advanced operations, like, it starts to feel um, real. And we went to the Kansas City tournament a few weeks ago. um, And it was just – it's just great to see
1: everybody all the time because we only get to see them a couple times a year. Mm -hmm. And that's where the crabbiest and the most tired and you're run down and – and it's very, like, direct. You're like, okay, Shane, I need you to do this, and, and he goes and does it. And it's not like a, hey, buddy, how's it going? Let's go have a drink. Let's catch lunch. Right. You can't do any of that. you
0: got to cut to the chase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I worked for the Omaha Royals for ten, five years, six years, uh, and when the College World Series would come to town, you know, it was like a week or two before that. Um, I was a bat boy, then I was on the grounds crew. So when I got to the grounds crew, I, I really understood what it took to get the, bait, the field in – according to the NCA, to their specs. Sure, you know, sure. you'd have two weeks ahead of time where you'd have NCA officials down on their stomachs, looking at the level of yeah. the, the ground, measuring the grass. Yep. So I can only imagine that's on the collegiate level. You're on the professional level that it's kind of got to be the same. Like it's a little stressful,
2: you know, and it, and we're super lucky that, um, superintendent out at Indian Creek, Jim Nedro is amazing. And his, his crew is spectacular. And, you know, they're, they're worried about that. Now, I mean, once he, you know, he was talking about it the other day about waking up the grass and making sure everything is doing what it should be so that it can be to that PGA tour, um, level once they get here. So agronomy, I mean, they visit in the winter, they, yeah, they went, they visit regularly to meet with Jim Nedro and then, um,
1: and I get the agronomist reports that talk about it. I'm like, well, I don't know what half, half of that means. Like, is that no good? No idea bad?
2: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> if
1: you don't hear news, I guess it's good. I guess
2: it's good. Right? <laughs> no news is good news. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then rules shows up and you're right. They're like, okay, well, we need to make sure everything, you know, or your structure is far enough away from the fringe. And, you know, okay, if they're at the T box, if you build too high, then, you know, you're going to inflict on the, view that they have when they're teeing off the tee box so it's keeping all those things in mind as we start to design the build and make sure that everything is as it should be but you know once the scaffolding goes in the ground it's going what are you gonna do it's kind of where it is (laughs) 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 it's kind of where it is um and you know making sure that we don't hit power lines and we don't hit irrigation lines and so yeah there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle
1: I think people are really amazed when they go out to Indian Creek when it's not the tournament and they don't realize how much we build out there. You know, they don't realize that the fence in a certain area isn't typically there, that there's not you know, trash cans everywhere because we put trash cans mm-hmm. out. Um, so I think that's kind of a wake-up call sometimes for people if they've never been to the course in normal conditions. I, You should go out there. You should go play around. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you guys still do like the 19th hole party time? Attent? We do not. Don't? So we
1: really focus on, um, as much as I also enjoy the 19th hole back in the day, but we just really focus on being a family event. Our goal is cool. to give money back to charity. And so we benefit the children's hospital foundation because the tournament itself is a nonprofit. So we really just come out, party, have a good time during the day. Um, play is going to go until about seven o'clock Thursday through Sunday. Cause we're live on the golf channel this year.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. So if
1: you can't make it out or you can't make it to town, That's a big deal. Yes, it is. Is that the first time? Prime time. What? Five to seven. Holy cow. Five to seven.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, congrats on that one. Thank you. Yeah. And the 19th hole was fun, but there's like nothing, nothing of no, I mean, it was probably a good thing it's gone. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) I remember
1: going back to college and friends saying, hey, I went to this cool party. I'm like, yeah, I probably cleaned up your beer. Kit. Yeah, right. I'm sure you're still <laughs> so like you. over it. Right? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. It's the
0: last thing you want to focus on.
1: Right. So yeah. and so, we want to be good neighbors to the to the community too, and to the people that
0: live out there. Yeah, but, that's very cool. Yes. Well, you guys, thanks for coming in. Yes. Um, I appreciate it. And again, yeah. the tournament is when? How do people get tickets? Um, are you still looking for sponsors or um, anything like that?
1: All of the above.
0: All of the above. So everything. The,
1: yes. So we are August 9th through the fifteenth at the club at Indian Creek. Um, Tickets are live on sale now on our website, thepinnaclebankchampionship.com. We are accepting volunteers up from now until the tournament, so you don't have to be a golf fan to come out and volunteer. Uh, We have a lot of different roles available for you to choose from. We have many sponsorships available if you're looking for hosting your clients out there uh, from a hospitality side. We have a couple pro-ams left on Monday and Wednesday. If you want to have that chance to play with the professional golfer, those are going quick. They probably won't make it till the end of the month. Okay. Um, but we're ready to go.
0: And that's fun. That yes. is a lot of fun. It's, it's, I love it how um, at least the two pros that we had were so invested in us. Like it, it, They had a good time watching us hack it around <laughs> and laugh and, and give us tips. And it's really cool to, if you are any, into golf at all, which I golf once every couple of years maybe, so I'm really not. Um, but – to get just one or two tips from these guys. And, you know, we didn't ask. They offered. And it was just a lot. It was just a really fun time. And,
1: I, and they also understand that for us, you know, our sponsors are what keeps the tournament running. They're what puts money in the banks. So we can sure. pay our bills and give money to charity. So they understand that they need to make sure you have a good time. That well, we you guys have, Yeah, that they mm-hmm. give you some tips and don't hassle you too much about your
0: yeah, <laughs> no, it was fun. It was good. After a while, he's like, "Dude, you're killing so many worms with that swing." <laughs> like, whatever. Worms can be good. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming in. Yeah, thanks we, for having you us. You got it. And all everything we talked about, all the links to the website and the documentary. Um, all the links are in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the JT Podcast.
1: Dachshund.